Good morning, class. Good morning. <laughs> Hi, I'm Keith Moore. Welcome to Faith School. Friend, we've saved you a seat right here on the front. We are ready to uh, present ourselves before the Lord for the Holy Spirit to teach us with the great textbook, the Bible, and the Holy Spirit revealing to us God's Word and God's will for our life. Faith School is the place where our faith is fed, our spirit grows stronger, and we learn how to be overcomers. Hallelujah. That's God's will for us, not to be defeated, not to be beat down, but to win, to overcome. If it's a, a problem, if it's a habit, if it's something you keep making a mistake in, if it's something that you've come short and failed to receive, that's not the will of God. His, His will is that we grow stronger and that we rise up and are able to overcome problems and lay hold and receive His highest and His best for us. So uh, let's pray. Believe, let's believe together for the utterance. I mean, I'm, I'm speaking right now, but the Holy Spirit is the teacher and guide. Father, in Jesus' name, <clears throat> we all agree together, this class that reaches uh, all over the world, we are agreeing together asking for utterance and for anointing. Show us exactly uh, what your will is. Help us uh, our thinking to be corrected from anything that's not right, anything that's not you. And we desire to please you and to fulfill what you have called and made us to be. And we say it'll be so. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Praise God. Well, let's turn in the scriptures today to the book of Romans. If you were with us on uh, previous classes, then you know that we've been talking about <clears throat> the basics of faith. We first begin talking about why faith. And if you weren't with us, you can go back and watch the previous classes and get caught up with us. And, and these things are progressive. We're building this week off of what we learned last week, and last week was on what we learned the week before that. And so uh, go back, take advantage of that. We learned through the Word that faith is not a, uh, a tenet of things that we assent to or agree to mentally. People say, what faith are you? That's not what the Bible's talking about when, it, when it's talking about living by faith. Uh, faith is not a group, faith church, faith ministry. Faith is not a movement. Uh, well, you know, the Lord was, was moving, especially in faith. Now, He does move, especially sometimes to restore things that were lost, but He doesn't change. And we found that the Scripture uh, admonished us to live by faith and to walk by faith. And that is a way of living. That's a way of life. You, we're supposed to actually, we're supposed to open our eyes in the morning by faith. We're supposed to get ready for work by faith. And uh, if you're smart, you won't pull out on the uh, interstate unless you do it in faith. And uh, we, we need to uh, face our jobs every day in faith. You can do it in faith or you can do it in uh, fear and in unbelief. You can get up going, oh no, another day. 
I just know it's going to be a bad one. Oh, no, these crazy people out on the road here, I just know somebody's going to hit me and cause a problem. Oh, no, these customers are going to be so hard to deal with today. That's not a fun way of living. That is uh, depressing. That, that is draining. There's another way to live. Hallelujah. And every believer should know it and should practice it. The scripture says, faith is the victory that overcomes the world. It's a spirit of victory. It is in, uh, the Bible talks about the spirit of faith. So it's not just a, a knowledge about faith. It's a spirit that you have in you and about you. And you just are unwaveringly positive. You just, uh, in spite of what you see and feel, you believe God is there. You believe He'll help you. You believe He answers your prayers. You believe your faith and your words have impact and effect. So you just face everything with an expectation of overcoming and of victory. And it makes you so much nicer to be around. It does. You just, be, you, you will have more friends and they will enjoy being around you more because if they're a little bit down, you won't go down with them. You'll help pick them up. You'll be so positive. And when they look at you and go, oh, there's no way. And you go, oh, yeah, there's a way. There's, there's the way. And his name is Jesus. There's the help. His name's the Holy Spirit. There is the uh, power. And it's the Father who creates everything. Oh, yeah, there's a way. There's a way. And when you look for it and expect it, you'll find it. You'll find it. We found faith is a way of living. It's a way of functioning. It's how God functions and it's how he's told us to function. We also found uh, that faith uh, in, involves more than just uh, mental things. It involves spiritual things. And we're going to get to that right now. In Romans, the 10th chapter, let's begin talking about how to get faith, how faith comes. Romans 10 talks a lot about this, and in verse 13 it begins by saying, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved, Romans 10, 13. Whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It says, how then shall they call on him in whom they've not believed, how shall they believe in him of whom they've not heard, and how shall they hear without a preacher? Now he is, uh, the Spirit of God through Paul is revealing how people get saved, how God has ordained that people get saved. And, and uh, different groups have different ideas about it, but if you accept the Bible as the final authority, this is it. You're not going to uh, uh, call on the name of the Lord for salvation unless you believe something. You're not going to believe something unless you have heard. And this is the answer to our question already. How do you get faith? How does it come? You're not going to believe 
unless you hear. You can't believe in Jesus if you haven't heard about Jesus. He goes on to say, how shall they hear without a preacher? We'll keep reading. It says, how shall they preach except they be sent? Now this reveals another aspect of it. You, you can't call yourself to a spiritual ministry just because you go to school and you learn about things and you have a head full of knowledge that doesn't make you called or anointed. Now I'm not uh, knocking education. You want to develop. You want to learn. But uh, when it comes to preaching the gospel, for instance, any of us can and should share a truth that has helped us with other people. But that doesn't make you a preacher. It doesn't make you uh, the, one of the five-fold ministry gifts, an apostle or a prophet or an evangelist or pastor or teacher. You must be called and uh, anointed. And, and the reason I bring this up is because it has to do with the hearing. What kind of hearing are we talking about that results in believing? There's an anointing on the speaker. Now, in, uh, he, he says, uh, How beautiful are the feet of them that bring the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. That is the gospel. That's a definition of the gospel is good news of good things. If you uh, read the scriptures, you'll find that the word good is used a lot in reference to God. I mean, he is good, what he says is good, what he does is good, what he gives is good, 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 good. The psalmist said he is good and he does good. Amen. Amen. And it's the truth. Uh, it says, verse 16, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? Now that word report is the same word that's translated Hearing, hearing, who has believed our report or what was heard, what was said and what was heard, who believed it. Believing and hearing are inseparable. You can't believe something you've never heard. That's why verse 17 says, so then faith comes by hearing. Everybody say that out loud. Faith, faith comes, comes by, hearing. by hearing. That's how faith comes. This being so important, the enemy tries to confuse people about it. And so you've got people that uh, pray for faith and ask for faith uh, repeatedly. Oh, please, God, give me faith. Please, God, give me faith. But the scripture didn't say that faith comes by pleading for it or asking for it. You've got people that will go to other individuals that they uh, think that have, have faith and say, you know, lay hands on me and, and help me to get faith. Uh, scripture didn't say faith comes by somebody laying hands on you. No? How does faith come? <laughs> Let's read it again. So then faith comes by hearing, and then it says, and hearing, the hearing is by the Word of God. This is how faith, if, if you're hungry for faith, look no further 
This is it. You say, I, I, I want to get some more faith. And, uh, uh, you know, we should be thinking about that in faith school, right? I mean, that's, that's why we're here. That's why we've joined you, excuse me, uh, asked you to join us and saved your seed is so that you can come and get faith and your faith can increase and grow. And so what's going on right now, there should be something to hear, something to hear. And the language says, uh, of the, the rest of the verse says, he, the hearing is by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing, and that hearing is by the Word of God. Now, there are two words here uh, that I want to bring up, and I, I'm not uh, often that technical, and I don't claim to be a, uh, uh, not that knowledgeable of the original languages, but I can look up things in the concordance and read a dictionary like we all can. And uh, you'll find that these two words right here, the Word of God, is basically two words, and it's the word rhema and the word Christos. Rhema has to do with wor the word, is the rhema of God. And, and the word uh, Christos is actually the word that's translated in the King James, God. So really a more accurate translation would be Christ instead of God. So you could say it like this. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the rhema Christos. <laughs> by the rhema, how does faith come? It comes by hearing the rhema Christos. Now the word rhema is the word for spoken word. It's also translated saying, it's translated utterance. And of course, I mean, that's, that should be obvious. How are you going to hear a word? It was spoken. It was uttered. But then the, the, the next part is, is great revelation. Christos. Christos has to do with the anointed one. Jesus is the Christ, the anointed one. And why use the word the anointed the anointed one, because uh, faith in God doesn't come just by sound waves bouncing off your eardrum. The anointing is involved. <laughs> Not just any kind of hearing, but anointed speaking. Hallelujah. That's where faith comes from. We hear God. And the anointing is on what is being spoken, and that, if we'll receive it, that results in faith. The faith is actually a measure of God's own faith. It's a measure of the same faith that He has created the uh, heavens and the earth with. That's, that's an astounding thing. <laughs> the, what the force, the power within God that he lives by, that he functions by, that he said light be, and light was created, that he created everything by this force and power, by uh, believing and seeing it in himself, and then speaking faith-filled words of power, well, we've been created in his likeness and image. 
and being created after his likeness and image, he has put a measure of that same faith inside us. It's astounding. And we're going to learn a lot more about this even past this life. Because we're not just called to function by faith for a few years down here on earth. We're being trained. We're being groomed to rule and reign with Him. So uh, uh, He's teaching us how to believe in our heart and to speak with our mouth and to talk, not just to express our thoughts and feelings, but to speak words to effect change in our surroundings. Now this is what many Christians have not grasped hold of. They only use their words to express their thoughts, to express their feelings, to communicate. But God never does that. He never just wants to tell you how He feels <laughs> and that's it. If the Lord says something to you, it's going to be good. And it's going to be life. And it's going to be light. And, and yes, I'm not saying that it won't inform you and let you know about his thinking and his feelings. But it's going to do more than that. When he speaks to you, his words are going to go into you. And they will change you. There is no word of God void of power or incapable of being fulfilled, the scripture says. Every word he speaks changes things. Hallelujah. His words heal. His words deliver. His words restore. His words give life. His words even raise from the dead. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, we know that we shout about that, but that applies to us too. Obviously, in a lesser measure, we're not creating planets. We're not doing the things that we've seen him do. But we have a measure of that kind of faith. And we're supposed to be using it right now to rule and reign in our world, in our life. But before we can live by faith like we're talking about, faith has to come. How do you get it, this amazing thing called faith? Well, we've learned how. Hmm, is that right, class? We, we, have, we got the answer right here. How do you get faith? Help me out, class. Faith comes by hearing. What kind of hearing, though? He specifies what kind of hearing. Hearing by the rhema Christos, the anointed spoken word. And you see why I stopped to mention this in the previous verse. All this flows together. He said, uh, how will they call on him in whom they have not believed? Well, they can't. They won't. You can't. How will you believe if you haven't heard? You can't. You won't. You have to hear. You can't believe in something you've never heard about. But then he talks about the hearing. How will they hear without a preacher? And how can they preach unless they've been sent, as it's written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the good news? Can you see he's talking about an anointed speaker? Can you see that? 
a, a, a speaker that's been sent and anointed to speak God's words in his name. And when you hear that anointed spoken word, that rhema Christos, it brings with it life-giving faith, life-changing faith. Oh, hallelujah. When people find out the truth about this, they will endeavor to find places and churches and services and meetings where the rhema Christos is being preached and taught and proclaimed because this is beyond what any man or woman can do through learning, through education, through developing uh, oratorical skills. This requires the Holy Spirit. This requires the anointing. Hallelujah. And uh, that's one of the reasons we have faith school. We are believing that the Holy Spirit comes to faith school. Is that right, class? Because, because really, if he didn't show, it wouldn't be worth coming to. But he comes. He comes. Hallelujah. And he anoints the speaker and the hearer. Hallelujah. And we have the rhema Christos, the spoken anointed word flowing to us, flowing through us, in our ears, in our hearts, and our minds, and it is feeding our faith. It is nourishing our spirit. You know, it's, this is tangible. Phyllis, my wife, and I uh, have talked about this before, how that uh, we've been in meetings uh, where there were really anointed men and women of God that were speaking and ministering, and you were there like for a week, and you had services in the morning, and sometimes in the afternoon, and sometimes in the evening as well. And by the end of that week, when we're leaving, going home after the meeting, we just looked at each other and thought, man, you know, I, we're different. We are so built up. We are so strengthened. We are so, we feel so much stronger on the inside of us. Well, that's not a mental thing. That's not an emotional thing. That is real, spiritually. What has been happening? That anointed word has been spoken to us. And faith, our faith has just been fed and nourished and fed. And in, in the environment of the spoken anointed word, faith flourishes. It just gets stronger and stronger. It gets harder and harder in that environment to be depressed. It gets harder and harder in that environment to be negative and to be defeated. You just, and especially when you're around a whole other group of people that are the same way. That, uh, that, that faith environment, that faith, spirit of faith, affects you and everybody that's around you. You know, God has called us to this, not just to go a-witnessing. He's called us to be witnesses. And uh, this happens, Acts tells us, by the Holy Spirit. And being a witness, that's something you are 24-7. It's not just something you decide to do for a few minutes. How can you be a witness of light and truth and of Jesus and redemption and salvation? Because you've got something inside you that's strong. You've been built up. And we, uh, as spirit beings, Jesus said this in Matthew 4, 4. He said, man shall not live by bread alone, 
but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That, that word translated word, that's the same word as Romans 10, 17. It's that, that rhema. We, we live by every rhema, every spoken word that comes out of the mouth of God. When we open our Bibles to read, and around Faith Life Church, we read our chapter every day. When we open our Bibles to read, we ought to be like little birds, opening our mouths in the nest, going, okay, okay, all right, feed my faith, feed my spirit. We need it. We need it every day. That's why if you lay out of church, you don't go to church, you don't read your Bible, you don't hear or feed on anointed word, you will grow weak and weaker and weaker. And the weaker you get, the bigger everything, every problem seems to be. The weaker you get spiritually, it's not that the problems are so huge that God can't do anything about it. It's that your faith is so weak, you can't see any victory. You can't see any way over it. But the stronger your faith gets, the Spirit of God can be so big and strong inside you that He can rise up and quicken you and you can feel like you're 20 feet tall looking down on the problem going, you're nothing before my big God. You're nothing. A little wimpy problem. Because truly greater is He that is in us than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. How does faith come? We've got it. We, we have learned the answer. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, or as the uh, Greek literally reveals, hearing by the rhema Christos, the anointed spoken word. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. That's how God has created everything. The heavens, the earth, all of the animals. He spoke life into us. And it's how we're supposed to go about every morning, noon, and night. Instead of just worrying about things. Instead of just getting upset. Instead of feeling hopeless. We're supposed to rise up and speak change into every situation and start talking to it. Something's bugging you. Something's annoying you. Don't just cry about it. Don't just feel sorry for yourself. Rise up and start speaking victory. Start speaking like the overcomer that you are, like the victorious one that you are. Because the scripture said he always causes us to triumph. Well, that's about it for class today, you know. The Lord helps us, doesn't he? I mean, we, we get started, next thing you know, it's, it's time to go. But I want us to uh, confess it out loud about living and walking by faith. Said out loud, I walk by faith. I live by faith. I overcome this world by faith. I'm strong in faith, giving glory to God. We'll see you next time.